The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program host and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by TCN TV Network Incorporated. Due to the social nature of this broadcasting channel, videos may contain content copyrighted by another entity or person. The TCN TV Network claims no rights to the said content. TCN TV Network cannot be held accountable for the copyrighted content. TCN TV Network is a messenger and sharer of information and strives to verify but cannot warrant the accuracy of copyrights or completeness of the information on this program. Good morning, everybody. Andrew Perry from the Daily Reel live in Branton at the MyTCN Network uh, Studios in Branton. Today, I got a very special guest, Joel Anthony Del Grande from Del Grande Homes. Thanks for coming on on short notice, man. I really appreciate that. No problem. I'm in Thanks the house. A lot. All the way from Scarborough. All the way from <laughs> Scarborough on the east side, man. Uh, yeah, so Joel Anthony, you... you um, You've got an amazing presence on Instagram, so I've, I'm very happy that uh, uh, Grant finally made the introduction. Um, you know what? Sometimes you've got cancellations, and sometimes they're a blessing because you get to meet somebody like this. So I appreciate that, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. So Del Grande Homes, tell me about that. When did it begin? What are the services that you're offering? And um, yeah, where can we find you? Uh, Del Grande Home started back in 2011 when my family and I decided to um, pretty much start to flip. Yeah. Um, I got my real estate license. It started off with my, <coughs> excuse me, it started off with my dad trying to get into the business yeah. by working with realtors. And I was seeing that they weren't really giving him the time of day because, you know, as an investor, you're going to shop a lot. Yeah. You're going to go through a lot of properties, as you know, yeah. and sometimes they may not take you serious because one may think it's a good deal, but to the investor, if the numbers don't run white, right, yeah. it's not going to be a good deal. So Absolutely. I decided to cut the middleman, get my license. Yeah. Long story short, got my license. Uh, we bought our first property. I was working at the time for yeah. a uh, city, city job. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, I was on a contract, and they pretty much let me go after being there for two years. You know, so we kind of just dove head first. No one was working in my family. Mm -hmm. So we, do we dove right into our first uh, flip. And uh, we kind of haven't looked back since. Yeah. Uh, we went from the flipping game. Now we're doing more so a lot of work for others. Mm -hmm. And uh, the services we offer, you know, we're builders. We do high-end renovations. Um, we also do the real estate thing, home staging. Uh, also, we do investing as well, too. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, all type of investing, whether it's, you know, physical real estate, hard money lending, we're just dabbling in a whole bunch of, uh, bunch of stuff. Yeah. Well, I like, like we put in the description, it, it's, it, it really is a one-stop shop. And what you were mentioning earlier about, uh, you know, the attention that an investor client needs is it's, it's, it's important because for one, you might lose a deal, lose a great deal, right? Especially in this market. Um, you know, there's opportunities that you kind of need to grasp and grasp them right away. But at the same time, you're not going to rush into something if the numbers don't work, right? So I guess you were see you saw a hole in the real estate space where you could fill it 
and you know help your parents out but also help your future clients out too right yeah i mean nowadays because i've been doing this for about eight years now i got a lot of friends that kind of believe now yeah and um you know i'm always here just to help them grow along with me because at the end of the day i'm a firm believer is if you help someone else grow it grows yourself right yeah so at the end of the day um i kind of was the guinea pig for everybody yeah and we were the guinea pig you know we learned through all our you know trials and errors and things like that we continue to learn on a daily basis as well too but now i can preach to everybody that i know the steps that you can avoid taking to yeah. be more successful i'm not going to say quicker because you know being successful doesn't come overnight yeah that's right but you know from my experiences i'm able to help my clients that give me the confidence mm -hmm. and and show them in the right direction okay so what, what goes in what goes into finding that uh not every deal is perfect but what goes into finding a client or you know somebody uh like yourself like an investor uh that perfect deal in toronto uh the perfect deal in toronto the market's kind of crazy still yeah. you know um, crazy not maybe not as far as bidding wars go but yeah. you know prices are still pretty high and um, still room to make money here uh if you shop around you know what i mean yeah. a lot of off deal markets are probably where it's at if you mm -hmm. have a lot of uh, your networks big with mortgage brokers and things like that, they kind of can give you some insight on deals off market. Yeah. But you know the ones on the market tend to be uh, at market value, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that those aren't good prices for people buying to right. live in for a long time. But if you're trying to buy and make some money, whether it's uh, one year or a couple months mm -hmm. or whatever you're trying to do with it, you have to make sure your margins are are according to what right. you're going to be putting into the property right right um but but you can't again if you're if you're looking long term yeah you, you know obviously mm. to buy at the right price is important but right you can't really lose long term you know what i mean right so is it i mean uh, i'm not as naive as i look but <laughs> is it as easy as the uh, hgtv guys make it like is it as black and white as okay here you go this is your budget this is what needs to be done. Rip out the kitchen, rip out the bathroom, and then this is how much you're going to sell for. Is it that easy? It's definitely not that glamorous. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes, uh, not only, you know, in Canada, especially, I can speak for, uh, there's a lot of uh, tax things you right. have to make sure of. And, you know, you have to make sure that uh, budget stay on point. And uh, it's very easy to get off budget, to be honest with mm -hmm. you. Uh, reason being is because things come up and, uh, I'll be truthful a renovation is much harder than a build um builds are from scratch you kind of can dictate what you put in there yeah um, from the get-go you do your takeoffs things like that whereas a renovation uh, you open up a wall and something could be there that you're not planned yeah. for whether it's uh you know a plumbing vent plumbing stack it's just a whole different ball game when you start cracking things open that you can't mm -hmm. see so um just gotta beware yeah take I, the risk i guess you could say yeah well i guess in toronto too like you so many buildings uh, you run into like knob and tube or anything like that you know uh, in, in your nowadays because of the insurance companies won't really insure houses with knob and tube yeah uh, most most sellers before they they sell or they've planning to sell <clears throat> they 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 Let's say to themselves that. that this is going to be an issue on selling mm -hmm. on closing so i should probably redo my wiring so i don't really run across too much knob and tube maybe from original houses more so in the downtown core but anything outside the city has been fairly upgraded to, to yeah. copper wiring. So we were kind of talking before we came on, um, like the, 
the like we were talking about. Okay, so if I'm a luxury realtor um, and I consider myself more of a financial advisor than I do a realtor or a facilitator. So I, I was kind of talking about how you know people could use my services not just in my marketplace. Although don't worry, I send out a lot of referrals, so don't worry about that. But uh, like for example, like I saw your Instagram. Obviously, I'm following you, um, and you know, and you're working everywhere, right? Stouffville, um, you know, all around the GTA. And do you think that it, it's because of the services that you offer and the skill set that you have that you can just kind of do these projects basically anywhere you want, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, we have a fairly big team. Uh, okay. I have a lot of reliable trades that we work with, not only just our guys, but, you know, the subs that I use. Um, built a good relationship over the years, so they're willing to do, you know, what it takes to get the job done. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, uh, I like to work with good people. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> it's not always about the money per se. Of course. It's about being able to uh, know that you'll get through this project with that client because on these projects that we take on they're fairly big projects right. six months to a year you know what i yeah. mean so uh we're gonna have to do a lot of business and communicating together and if you can't get along from the get-go it's probably a good sign that you're not going to be able to get all the mm-hmm. way through the end without any a lot of ruffles right, right. and i'd rather salvage relationships than get into a, a situation where i know right. down the road that's going to cause headaches for mm-hmm. both of us right and could possibly tarnish not only just a relationship, but your name for something that could not even right. happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So are you working, do you typically work with the same crews over and over? Are you finding people in different towns? I mean, I guess Stouffville isn't really that far of a drive from Scarborough up to 404, but. It's not, but some of my trades come from Barrie. Some of them yeah. come from Vaughn. <laughs> so it is a little far for them. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you know what? Uh, everybody compens- is, is compensated, you know, w- properly to make sure that it's worthwhile for them. I'm yeah. a firm believer as in you take care of them, they'll take care of you. Absolutely. And yeah. um, at the end of the day, uh, I know a lot of people in this business that can't keep trades because either uh, they're not taking care of them mm-hmm. or they just treat them like garbage, to be honest with you. Whereas yeah. when they come into uh, our houses, uh, we, we treat them like family because that's what we started off as a family mm-hmm. business. We still are yeah. a family business, but we're growing, right? So we have to yeah. implement more people. But the whole family aspect, when you walk into our house, it's not about having a whip and chains out. Yeah. It's about we're here together as mm-hmm. boys and we're here to get this job done, done. and let's yeah. have fun doing it, you yeah. know? It's about creating relationships and not necessarily, you know, employees, clients, or customers. Uh, we're going to take a quick uh, break and we'll uh, come back soon. Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern 
is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit BenjaminLaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. Thank you for uh, sticking with us over that short commercial break. Um, so off air, during the break, we were kind of talking, uh, like, you know what, I started, I talk about this a lot, and the reason why I talk about it is because this company it really helped shape me. It's, it's LA Fitness. I don't know if you've heard of that gym before, LA Fitness. I have, I have. Um, so they, that's where my sales career kind of started, and, and you know, and that's where I, I began to learn structures. Not only just how to sell and the burning desire to sell, but also how to live and uh, live that business type of lifestyle where you're not just flying by the seat of your pants. It's organized, it's structured, um, and and one of the biggest things was about you know when we were looking to hire because I I moved up to management fairly quickly, and one of the things that we looked for is did our employees that were in the job interview uh, you know play sports or you know c- competitively. And you were saying that you played what baseball? Yeah, Division One baseball Division down in the states. Yeah, yeah, right. And that 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 competitiveness and that drive helps entrepreneurs kind of grow their business. How did it help you? Um, you know, when you're in competition, uh, let's just you know, in anything, uh, but most importantly, like I, in the position I was down in the states, like that's big time. It's big time, man. I mean, I went there knowing that was my goal from a long time ago. You know what I mean? But um, it created me, it created the man I am today. Uh, reason being is because, you know, there's a lot of trials and tribulations you had to go through with team, teammates. Um, yeah. You were put in very tight positions where um, you have to perform. And if you mm-hmm. don't perform, you're going to be right on that bench. Yeah. And, you know, I never wanted to be one that's right on that bench. I'm always the one at the front of the line type thing, right? So you have to do what it takes to win. And putting me in some of these positions, uh, wasn't just me who helped myself get there. Yeah. It was the encouragement from my teammates that helped me get yeah. there. It was the family aspect of you got my back, I got yours type mm-hmm. thing, you know? And I firmly believe that you can't do this by yourself, regardless what it is, real yeah. estate, because you need clients, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, construction, because you need a team. Yeah. You can't do this by yourself. Mm-hmm. And unless you open your arms to help or others that share the same passion as you, you're gonna you're gonna plateau because you, mm-hmm. you just you, you can't do it all as one person. Yeah, you, you can't grow without that team atmosphere and uh, you know in somewhat of a of a leadership role as well, right? Yeah, I mean you got to use what you've learned, like because in Division One too, like I mean that's Americans that's America's pastime right there. So you're doing it in the states, right? Oh yeah, they're, they're beasts down there, right? Yeah. So I mean they're they, pushing uh, you, right? You know, I'm just a little Canadian kid coming down there, right? So. <laughs> You know, it took a lot of uh, just getting better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was I was pretty good as it is, not to toot my own horn or anything like that. But yeah. I mean, you have to be better, right? There's there's always somebody better than you, mm-hmm. and if you don't constantly work on your own attributes and self reflect, which I do a lot of every day, mm-hmm. y- you're gonna stay stagnant. And staying stagnant doesn't allow you to evolve as a person or as a business, to be honest. Absolutely. So how, like. When we first met earlier today, you had already been at the job site. Like, do you take those morning routines seriously? Are you that kind of guy? Or? Yeah, because, you know, I feel that if you don't have structure throughout the day, mm-hmm. every day is different, right? Yeah. Um, 
you know, a lot of these trades just come in to handle their one trade and then they're out, right? Mm -hmm. So these guys really don't know what's going on. You know, for instance, right now we're working with the plumbers. The plumbers are in a project for me that has yeah. six bathrooms in it, right? Oh, so that's a, that's a, that's wow. a lot of, that's a lot of bathrooms, you yeah. know what I mean? So we have to all be on the same page because I'm a type of person where I don't like going backwards, right? Because I feel backwards costs money, which it does, and times, which is money. You know what right. I mean? So if we can nail it on the head of the get-go, yeah. there's changes, obviously, but if we can nail it on the head of the get-go, beginning of the day, then we can avoid problems at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, so, so being there and leading by example, showing up on time, mm -hmm. and just being the leader, they won't feel as lost in the house, yeah. which allows them to perform to the best of their ability. Yeah, leading by example is huge um, because nobody's really going to take you seriously if you're the one who's, especially in, especially in the labor world, I think it's mainly because a lot of really, really hard work goes into, you know, building a home, doing renovations, things like that. And if you got somebody who's kind of calling the shots but not getting their hands dirty, it can be difficult and create tension. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you got to be in the trenches. I mean, people say, you know, this is uh, even though this is a family business, I'm the one on site most of the time for yeah. for the building aspect of it. And and you know, people see me online or or just in general, right, and say, mm -hmm. well, why are you working still? I'm like, yeah. well, what do you mean? Why am I working still? Right? Even though I'm on social media, people are like, ah, oh, you're behind the camera, whatever. But listen. If you were on site every day and saw what it takes yeah. to get a job done, I'm not scared to get in there, and yeah. neither is anybody, to be honest with you, on our, on our team. Mm -hmm. But you have to, because what are you going to do? Point a figure and say, get in that hole, but you're just standing on top of the hole? Yeah. and Passing them the shovel? You know what I mean? Like That's, that's not really encouraging for them to, to right. be better, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas you have to lead by example. And it, it, it takes little, little things to do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even it's bringing a coffee things. to the boys in the morning. Yeah. like. Those these, gest these gestures Small, take yeah. you a long way, in, mm -hmm. in not just this business, but like any business, to be honest. So yeah, I agree. Respect, I agree. respect has to be given in order mm -hmm. to, to to be given back. You know what I mean? Absolutely, and especially especially like from the real estate standpoint, you people don't often understand this, um, but I mean, other realtors, the people that are on the opposite side of the table, they deserve respect. They deserve uh, feedback. They deserve um, you know, just a genuine, uh, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that they're your teammates too, even of, though of you're, they're your competitors, quote unquote, <clears throat> for one, they're the ones, uh, you know, bringing you the buyer or, or, or providing that listing that your buyer wants. And you've got to kind of work with them in a respectful manner as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not, they're not your competitors in a deal you're doing together though, Absolutely. because you need to work together. For instance, I just did a deal like yesterday with a, with a realtor. And I, and I said to the lady, I said, listen, lady, I mean, I really appreciate you being like this because I've done some deals with some yeah. pretty terrible realtors, to be honest with you, <laughs> Absolutely. to the point where it's not like they just don't, they don't not only not know what they're doing, but um, they don't really know how to communicate properly. And this is a business of communication. Of course. I mean, everything's a, you know, relationships are communication, right? Mm -hmm. But this is this business is especially of communication, right? Because you are acting as the middleman for the client, right? So you are supposed to be in the greatest interest of the client, but we're also trying to get a deal done here. Of course. You know what I mean? So um, you have to protect the interest of your client, mm -hmm. but most importantly, the realtors can't look at other realtors and, oh, that's, that's your competition. That's a competition, right? not mm -hmm. in a deal like that. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot of people out there buying and there's a lot of uh, clients out there and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I don't feel competition ever because people are going to use you for you. Yeah, absolutely.
And and when to be honest, when I, when if somebody calls me up and goes, the first thing they ask me is like, "What do you charge?" Yeah, I'm like, "Listen, I could be the cheapest, I could be the most expensive, I could be the middle." Yeah, that's not the first question I want to hear. Yeah, like, how about do we work well together? Yeah, absolutely. That should be the first question because it doesn't matter what I charge. Mm-hmm. It could be the cheapest out on the market, but if I don't do my job for you, yeah, well, you got Why would you even want to use me? Yeah, you know what I mean. No, I agree, and I think that all comes down to uh, you know just. That's just the type of, I mean, that, that type of uh, objection has been, you know, uh, delivered over time. But I think now, especially because we live in such a, you know, I want it quick, I want it cheap, and I want it all done the quickest, you know. And um, I don't know, man. I guess it just, you just really have to build those relationships. And I think that's more important than ever. And if those are the type of people that are approaching you, what's your price? What's your commission? Will you do it for this? I don't think they're even worth working with uh to begin with you know no, because they're just shopping at that point right i mean yeah. you got to shop don't get me wrong but i mean y- you do an interview for somebody or or whatever the case may be is whether you're interviewing for a job or interviewing them to hire them as a realtor or a contractor or builder whatever you interview them to see how they are as an individual mm-hmm. you know you do that to build the relationship because you should have like i said from the get-go you should have a relationship with that person before you do any type of business I'm a firm believer in doing business with friends and family. Yeah. A lot of people are opposite of that. Yeah. That's what I love. Oh, really? All all my clients that I've done work with or done work for, a lot of them are really close to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Friends or referrals of friends. They trust me. They know, you know, they know I'm a real guy. I'm I'm not here to like stray them in any uh, negative path. It's just, we got to get the job done. And this is what it's going to take. And to be honest, I have lost quite a bit of deals because I am a realist. You yeah. know what I mean? A- and I'll come in and I will tell you how much something costs. And mm-hmm. if you don't want to hear it, you're going to obviously yeah. get your back up with me. But yeah. I'm not here to tell you something low, right. get in there, and then slap you with a bill where you're like, whoa, well, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then you're like kind of locked to me. Because that's, yeah. that's not a good feeling no. for you, you know what I mean, as the client. No. And you're it, not going to like me for that. Yeah. So You want to you wanna get everything out in the open as much as you can. I mean, obviously, like you said, in in rentals, you can't really determine everything that's going to happen. But I think as long as you're up front right off the get-go, it makes those conversations a lot more easier or, down the or road, for more sure. comfortable to have down the road. Uh, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be back soon. Hello, everyone. My name is Jermaine Chambers, and I'm very excited to tell you about the newest political and current affairs program coming here to Brampton. It's called On Point. The first step of true reconciliation is learning more about one another. Join us on Tuesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. as we discuss all the issues. I will never forget the trust you put in me. Municipal, provincial, federal, and any issue of national importance, we will talk about on On Point. So do join us. With so many newspapers within the community, it's sometimes hard to tell what separates us from the rest. Most of the time, they all brag about the same thing. You know, the large circulations, tons of online views, and it can go on and on. But what really separates the Toronto Caribbean newspaper apart from everybody else? Well, it's simple. Our service. No, seriously. Hi, I'm Grant Browning, founder and CEO of the Toronto Caribbean newspaper. 
I have over 20 years of branding and marketing experience and I've worked with countless companies and corporations to do one thing and that is to raise their profits with their brand. With over 40 years of combined experience in branding and marketing, our amazing staff is fully prepared to sit down and figure out exactly what you need to stand out from your competitors. The reason why you don't see that anymore is because... The artists too powerful, bring too much people. So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll be happy to help. Okay, so we're back now. Um, you know, over the break, we were talking about the hair, man. I like the, he's, he, Joel Anthony. You are a good-looking dude. You got amazing Thanks, style, man. and I, that hair, man, I love it. Thanks. So man. You, you've always had that hair. Always had. I don't want to make a whole conversation about your hair, but no, you've no, always no. had the hair. We've always had this hair. <laughs> my family used to be known as the long hair family. Growing up, my yeah. brother and my brother and I were uh, going through elementary school and high school with long hair, and uh, you know, it's just something that my mother kind of wanted uh, uh on us and you know being a little kid you don't really yeah. have much to say but uh and your mother your mother's italian too uh she's not italian no. she, well, i'm half italian my dad's the italian dad, so I, dad's the yeah italian. yeah okay. but uh she's taking over the italian yeah you know i got some pretty dirty jokes that she tells but i'm not gonna tell them <laughs> for this thing she's kind of crazy woman uh but we all work together on a family a uh, regular basis and you know just my hair kind of stuck with me man yeah i had to go to the, when i went to the states I had, they made me cut it yeah. And then I kind of like had to cut it for six years. So I kind of rebelled when I got home. I'm like, the hell with this. Yeah. I'm going back to the yeah. hair, you know? Well, you know what? My, my wife's Italian. And um, I'm kind of like getting intertwined with their culture, you know, Sunday dinners, pasta. Uh, actually, my father-in-law owns a winery too. So oh, like, nice. yeah. Oh, so real yeah, Italian. Yeah, right? So I know how easy it could be or it can be to be amalgamated into the culture. Um, so, in, in, you know, so it, it's a family affair at Del Grande Homes, yes, right? Yes, correct. So, so who's all working with you out of your family there? Uh, we got everybody. We got my dad, my mom, my brother, my sisters are involved, uh, me. Wow. Yeah. So, and then, like, you know, we have a, like, a lot of our guys on our team are not blood family, but I right. consider them consider family because I've been doing business with them for yeah. eight years or, like, I've known them before that growing up. I all, I'm a believer in keep the people around you fed and yep. give them the first chance. If they can't, if they don't take it or if they can't hold up to the task, hey, you can't say I, I didn't try <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. So, and kind of off air, um, you're telling me something, uh, you know, personal about your dad. Yep. And um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Is that yeah, yeah. So that my right? dad, my dad was born blind. He's uh he's not a not 100% blind. I don't know how what percentage you give it. He's pretty blind. <laughs> yeah. He's like 90 something percent, you know wow. what I mean? Uh he only has some peripheral vision and he can't see straight. So if we were here, he'd probably be looking over there to talk to you here. Okay. Uh cuz he can kind of make out your 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 figure. your figure. You know what I mean? Sort of, you know? Yeah. But um the drive also comes from him because uh we we were raised with a my mother was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Ever since I was born and um my dad uh, was the sole provider in our family and you know he worked 14 hour days every day working for others and, until they eventually let him go in a crucial time in our life and he picked up his socks and opened up his own retail shoe business with his brother who was also blind so both wow. blind guys owned the store without any you know major help <clears throat> my family and i were about 
you know, at this time we were about 13, 14 years old, maybe, maybe less, 10 years old. And we would help whenever we could, even though we were young kids, we'd help them, help them, help them. Yeah. But along the way, the, the, you know, he woke up every day, grinded, didn't see us until the, the next day, mm. sometimes didn't see us all week. But the passion that was behind his, his drive for success is what got him here today. Well, that's huge because, I mean, for one, how, how do you live with the blindness? and be the sole provider for the family like that's yeah, hard have, man he must have been you know out there doing his thing every single day yeah right? yeah like my family my, my mother and father are beasts they've been through quite a bit yeah uh, but my father alone is like you know to go out downtown toronto every day he owned yeah. two of his stores on young street so you know wow. big prices to pay in rents and you know it's just his drive to, to succeed was great because, you know, again, we have the same mentality, right? Mm -hmm. If things fail in life, what are you going to do? Going to crawl in a corner and cry? <laughs> You're no. not going to get out of it that way. No. You could pick up your socks, though, and, and strategize on how you can get better. Mm -hmm. And just because you're blind doesn't mean you can't do that. No, of course not. So that's, that's kind of what his mentality has been, and they made it work. So then did, did your pops uh, start Del Grande Homes? Or how, uh, so, how that... so after my pops was in business for 13, 14 years. Yep. The big boys started moving in, all these big companies and stuff downtown yeah. Toronto. Our, our, our city tried to yeah. you know, evolve a bit. And he kind of got out while he, while he was ahead. The original goal was for all the, the kids to take it over down the road. But you know, unfortunately, or fortunately, we got out well, you know, ahead. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. And then he just started trying to get into the, to the real estate. And it was never a vision of construction, to be honest with you. It, oh, was, really? a, it was a vision of just investing. Wow. Okay. Whether it was a hold or, or a flip. The, the the goal is not to us to own our own construction company. Right. That, that was never there. Yeah. But after the first one we bought, we hired someone and we're like, hell with this. Like, you know, yeah, like, we, could, we learned a lot, but like we're we're spending too much money here. Mm -hmm. Let's just learn it ourselves. And that's when we just jumped in head first, not knowing a damn thing about construction. Yeah. My brother and I didn't even know how to read a tape measure before we started. Oh really? Yeah, we never <laughs> we have no background in construction. Well, that, that's amazing considering like like the first time I've seen you guys was on Instagram and you guys have created uh, like a fairly decent following. Like how, how long have you been doing that? Uh, we've been doing that probably since the get-go, six years now. Oh, really? Yeah, six years now. Never been, just, just you know, it was in the beginning it was more like personal slash business, you know, because I didn't, again, the Instagram world was like, it's fun and everything, but it's not. It was never really a platform for us to show our work off right. because we weren't even there yet, really, at the end yeah. of the day, you know. But but after you know, constantly staying, you know, on the Instagram and social media, mm -hmm. you know, it's worked for us. You know, it's worked for us for clients. It's worked for us just to put our image out there, and yeah. it just makes somebody feel more comfortable with someone before they approach them. That's 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 what I feel. I completely agree, but I mean, like your your engagement levels are are fairly high, like. Yeah, you know, you have like 150 likes per photo, um, and I think what the attraction there is is that you're showing a lot of, uh, you know, how the jobs actually get done, which is very interesting to a lot of people. Yeah, I get a lot of compliments on, you know, just great job, or I'm looking forward to seeing the project done. Yeah. Um, you know, because of the way I do it, and not just, you know, a lot of people online just post the finishes, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's more attracting. People get more likes on that. To me, it's not, it's not about the likes for me. Right. It's, about, it's about, are you enjoying the process? Mm -hmm. Because if you're enjoying the process, I mean, if you're trying to teach someone something, you're not just going to jump to the end, are you? No. So, of course you, not. Know, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to just jump to the end and go like, well, voila, voila. You know, this yeah. is, we've been gone for six months, but now here's the end yeah. proto, right? That's right. 
you got to know what goes into this, right? And I'm not, I'm not sitting there like detailing everything for no, the people online, right? But, but you're making it interesting. But I'm making it interesting to show the steps. So yeah. if the stairs are going in, you're going to see the stairs going in. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're doing flooring, you're going to see the flooring going in, you know? So it's just, a, yeah. it, it's fun for people to see. Even though it's not the most glamorous, it's, it's fun. No, it's, an, it's, it's awesome, man. And so what's um, your branding? What, that logo, where'd you, get, where'd you come up with that? So my sister is our, our, our big marketing. Um, she does all of our marketing. Mm -hmm. She comes from a high background. She used to do marketing for uh, Walmart back in the day. Oh, no way. Yeah, she used to, she's, she, she's pretty good at what she does. And um, we're just, like, we have a lot of stuff in-house. So we're very thankful yeah. for that um, because a lot of the stuff will cost a lot of money out, outside, right? Mm -hmm. But her, her vision for our business, branding-wise, is kind of where it's been directed. Yeah. I'm just the guy that, put, we're just the guys that put it out there. She's the one that makes it and it goes hand in hand. And we're just really trying to stay uh, with the brand awareness right now uh, mm -hmm. because really at the end of the day, it doesn't matter about me. It doesn't matter about them. It doesn't matter about anybody. Yeah. It just matters about you hire our company, the job will get done. Mm -hmm. So are so our clients hiring you from the, um, you know, research stage to the purchasing, to the reno and then to the selling? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've done that. I mean, it doesn't always happen like that. Mm -hmm. um, I work with a fair amount of investors as well, too. So ones that buy land, want to build and sell. Uh, reason being they like me is because I understand budgets very heavily because I come from the flipping. So, right. you know, I have guys that want to do this and will start projects and they'll want to do something to that house where I'm just like, listen, you, you might want to take a step back here because I don't think that this is going to get you the money that you... you I'm, I don't think it's going to get you the money in return yeah. that it's going to cost to put in. Right. So I'm a, like, again, a lot of people in this business will take people for a ride because right. they don't know what they're talking about. You know right. what I mean? Whereas I'm like, if somebody tells me something, I always give them the options. Well, I don't think this is going to be the necessary thing to do right. in order for us to sell it for that same amount of dollars, right? right. Whereas if it's a homeowner, though, I'm like, listen, you, you can do whatever, whatever the hell you want. I mean, you, your budget is your budget, right? Yeah. So. They are two different clients, mm -hmm. and you have to understand the investing side in order to work with an investor. Right, of course, naturally. You yeah. have to, like... Yeah, I mean, it, and it's important, obviously, for not only understanding it, but going through that experience like you have, where, where you know, putting your money where your mouth is and showing them that you've done this. <clears throat> but I always put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. We always do. We risk everything every day, you know what I mean? We are risk takers, big risk takers, and in order mm -hmm. to be an investor, you have to be a risk of taker. Of course. Mind you, they're calculated risk, but the calculations don't always end up in your favor sometimes. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, you, we've lost money, lots of money. You know, we've made lots of money. You know what I mean? You continue to grow as a business. Mm -hmm. But again, it's not about the money. It's about the knowledge because yep. you can't buy the knowledge, yep. right? You can't go to school and learn this. You can't yep. go to school and learn what, you've, what, what happened last project to this project. I don't care how many books you read. I don't yep. care what you read on social media. You, you can't yeah. learn it until you do it. Yeah, and you have to have those failures uh and use them as learning outcomes and failures are just a natural part of experience right so we're going to take our last break and then we're going to come back in just a couple of minutes with so many newspapers within the community, it's sometimes hard to tell what separates us from the rest. Most of the time, they all brag about the same thing. You know, the large circulations, tons of online views, and it can go on and on. But what really separates the Toronto Caribbean newspaper apart from everybody else? Well, it's simple. Our service. No, seriously. Hi, I'm Grant Browning, founder and CEO of the Toronto Caribbean newspaper. 
I have over 20 years of branding and marketing experience and I've worked with countless companies and corporations to do one thing and that is to raise their profits with their brand. With over 40 years of combined experience in branding and marketing, our amazing staff is fully prepared to sit down and figure out exactly what you need to stand out from your competitors. The reason why you don't see that anymore is because... The ad is too powerful, bring too much people. So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll be happy to help. Hello everyone, my name is Jermaine Chambers and I'm very excited to tell you about the newest political and current affairs program coming here to Brampton. It's called On Point. The first step of true reconciliation is learning more about one another. Join us on Tuesdays from 4pm to 5pm as we discuss all the issues. I will never forget the trust you put in me municipal, provincial, federal, and any issue of national importance, we will talk about on On Point. So do join us. And we are back. Um, so, Joel Anthony, you've got, you're obviously always on the go. Always. Right? So wh what are you working on right now? We have a big project that we're wrapping up in Stouffville right now. It's going to be hitting the market sometime soon, within the next month or so. Yeah. Um, it's for an investor client. Uh, you know, it's a big, big four bedroom, 5,000 square foot above grade home, backs onto a, it's, in, it's in actually, the, the community's in the middle of a golf course. Oh, so, beautiful. Yeah, so you can check that out. Follow me through the Instagram to see what's going on there. But we're, we're pretty much wrapping up there. We've got kitchens coming soon. And uh, it'll be for sale. So uh, if anybody's interested, like I said, you can get a hold of us and uh, we'll give you some details. We also have another project in Durham going on right now. Uh, it's a pretty big house, another 5,000 plus square foot home. Holy smoke. Yeah, that's got like six bathrooms. That's for uh, a buyer client. They're they're going to be living there though, and um, that one's that one's it's fun as well because mm -hmm. they're putting their love and love and passion into that one as right. opposed to just doing it just to make money on it, right? So we're kind of doing some cool features in that mm -hmm. home: curbless showers, heated floors, wow, um, theater room full acoustic, you know, mm -hmm. sound, stars in the ceiling, things like that. So that that's what we got going on now, and then we have about three other projects this year lined up right now as it goes. A uh, couple, again, from my investor client, who's also my very good friend. Um, we got two, two. I guess you would call them builds. They're not like knockdowns, but they're like yeah. additions and full, full guts from the inside. Mm -hmm. So we got two of them for him, and then another client that just got passed through the city committee. Yeah. Uh, we got the okay to uh, add another story on it and uh, push out the back. So it's going to be a busy year, and we just continue to get bigger. And uh, you know, our, our uh, I kind of like not like to say no, you know, yeah. but we also like the, you know, big projects, right? Yeah. Where I can yeah. situate my guys for, for quite some time as opposed to like, you know, just the odd bathroom here and there, right? Right. So walk me through. So if I'm, if I'm a buyer um, and I just kind of, you know, maybe you were referred to me or I found you on Instagram or something like that. What, and if I said, hey, look, I'm looking for a house. Uh, I'm not too, um, I don't care too much about where this house is. But I would like to find something that we can work on, maybe put some money in, live for the next five years, and and then sell. So how would you work with one of those clients? 
Uh, I kind of work backwards, to be honest. So I asked them what the budget is, you know what yeah. I mean, as purchasing. And then once I find the purchasing, I asked them how much do they, you know, cash to have extra to, to do renovations or construction or whatever the case may be. And then once we do that, we figure out costs, holding mm -hmm. costs, pricing, things like that. If you're a new investor yeah. with, you know, um, limited funds, I guess you could say, I would never mm -hmm. suggest going all out right away because yeah. it's a learning process, right? Um, you know, uh, start small, get bigger, mm. uh, but you got to go through the hoops, right? Um, because even though you're just the money guy at that time, you should still want to learn a little bit about the business so you understand. Instead right. of you, I come into you with a, a budget of something, you're like, well, how's that cost that mm. much? Well, I'm like, <laughs> it costs that much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, materials since I've started has gone up four times. Like crazy. It's crazy, man. Like, you know, a stick of lumber, two by eight right now is like five, four bucks, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, just imagine how much lumber it takes just to even build a house, right? Yeah. So like lumber material for a 3,000 square foot home is like 70,000 mm -hmm. just for the lumber. So it's just, you know, you got to look in the right areas, you know, unfortunately in this business in our city, most of the time, the higher you go with pricing, the bigger the margins. Right. You know, the, you're shooting a million dollar mark. You put 250, 300, 400 into it. You can make 150, 200 grand off it. Yeah. Depending, depending, obviously, right? But I find with the bigger margins, it comes with the bigger pricing. Yeah, absolutely. That's nowadays, just, nowadays. Yeah, and the bigger risk too, obviously. Bigger right? risk, but bigger rewards. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, it, it must be kind of like pretty exciting. Do you work with, you know, buyers who just want to live in their forever home? So they're maybe looking below their 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 market budget, and they're using you to you know finish the renovations for them too, right? I do, and you know what? Even though somebody's looking for a forever home just to buy a home, I yeah. always try to plan them five to ten years yeah. ahead. So you still take kind of the same. I, I tell them, listen, this is not just a house you're going to buy and dump money into and hope you pay your mortgage off. That's yeah. not, that shouldn't be your goal, really. At right. the end of the day, I mean, to me, it shouldn't be your goal. Right. To some, it should, but I mean, today in today's world, you need a lot of money, so. It shouldn't be your goal. You should have a plan. It could be your forever home still, mm -hmm. but how are we going to leverage that home for you down the road to make more money? Mm -hmm. So I always sit them down and say, listen, we can have your forever home, buy it, but what is our end goal here? Are you buying a lar large piece of lot that you can eventually build a big home on, yeah. take equity out and go invest somewhere else? Are you trying to just sever the lot? Are you trying to just build your equity down the road and then refinance it? I always encourage people to have a set plan because mm -hmm. it's very it's going to be very hard to retire coming up yeah for anybody from from our age down yeah even from the our parents like a lot of people are not prepared for that right absolutely and you know y your pensions are not going to be anything in mm -hmm. 15 years so i mean obviously you have a, a a wealth of knowledge that you're you're passing on to your clients so are you do you work with multiple clients multiple times yeah, I work with tons of people, man, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I don't really have a limit on how many people I work with. Yeah. If I feel that it's getting saturated and I can't keep up, I don't really ever feel like that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I have like a, I try and, pri like I'm, I'm, I'm good at prioritizing yeah. and organizing, you right? probably got systems in place, I'd imagine. Yeah, I try, I try to, right? I'm not, like, I'm not like a scatter, scatter brain. I am, but I'm, yeah. I still have a, a structure, a right? Process. Everyone's still got to get the fair, fair time. With, right with one another right yeah that's right so i mean what's what's like the next big idea for you what what's what's your goal are the next five ten years what do you want to do our goal is to um we want to we want to obviously expand our business uh do more more custom homes 
Get more um, trucks on the road. More you know? trucks on the road. Yeah, we got we got two smart cars on the road. One van on one like uh, extended van on the road, yeah. and we have a twenty five hundred GMC truck or whatever on the road. Yeah. So more cars, branding bigger, bigger, and we want to eventually get into the developing side. Not necessarily mm -hmm. subdivisions, but we like the idea of what? custom boutiques, six houses on a lot. Yeah. Because that's the way our city's moving, right? Yeah. Not all about the big homes anymore. Yeah. Not outside the city, yeah, but yeah. inside the city, it's more townhouses, buy the plot yeah. of land, put six on it. Yeah, we hate cookie cutter, though. Yeah. We like custom. Right. That's, that's, we like challenges. Mm -hmm. Cookie cutters, okay, you can make money, but challenges are where it's at. Right, yeah. So, I mean, what about, um, like, if, if somebody were to, you do, like, the ground up for a full house, too, right? So, Correct. I mean, if somebody wanted to say, I want, I want to, I, can you help them find the plot of land too? Oh yeah. And then you work with the town and everything. Everything we take wow. it from start to finish. Buy you the lot, do all the drawings, engineers, deal with the city. To be yeah. honest, when you work with us as a homeowner, you don't really have to do anything. To be honest, like that's the that's right. the responsibility we take on our behalf. That's great. You just have to be part of the process of designing. Mm -hmm. We offer design as well too, but you as the person living there are going to have to be involved, right? Well, because so. I think the I think the general role of a of a realtor is, is changing and changing drastically. Um, there's always going to be people who want to work with people, but there's always going to be buyers and sellers that want to do it themselves. And I think the role that you're taking on, I don't think that's ever going to go away because that's such a personalized experience. It's a service-based experience that you are really a one-stop shop. And I think that's really... People aren't necessarily looking to do things themselves, but I think they're looking to save money, and I think they're looking to make the process easier. And when you're adding all these influences, like a realtor, a mortgage broker, um, you know, maybe a secondary lender, and then you're, you've, you're the renovations, this contractor, that contractor, and I think you're simplifying the process for your clients that make it easier to you know hire somebody like you. Yeah, I'm gonna say for the record, people think it's cheaper to do it themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to tell you, it is not. It is not. It costs you more money. Absolutely. I'll be honest. Because even if it doesn't at that time, and you don't know what you're doing, chances are you didn't do it right. Right. So it's going to eventually cost you more mm -hmm. money. So I'm a firm believer in spend the money in the beginning. Yeah. Get it done right so you never have to do it again. Right. It's just maintenance. And you know what? Like Realtors and, and a lot of buyers, they can walk through a house and they, they can tell. They can sense it, you know, within the first few moments of of walking in the home, saying, "Okay, I think the guy must have did all the rentals himself." Oh yeah, you know what I mean, and uh, that 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 would hurt your 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 final takeaway on whatever you're doing. Buyers aren't stupid these days. The internet, no, the internet doesn't fully allow aware. them to be. To be honest, to be you know what they're I mean. Fully aware and experienced, yeah. But uh, yeah, they're not stupid. They know what to look for. I mean, they're not uh masterminds of this business but a right. buyer will come in and look and see trim is terrible or yeah. painting is terrible mm -hmm. or you know what i mean so yeah just beware what you buy you know what i mean a lot of people don't put the tender love and care like we do into the projects yeah you know um you know we firmly believe that we give you know the best product out there and right. um it's just all about the client at the end of the day good man good for you you know what and i really appreciate you coming on on short notice um, you're a great guy. How can how can uh, you know future clients uh, find you? Uh, so Give we're us a on plug. social media, very heavily based. We're on DelGrandeHomes.com. Um, we have a new website launching actually coming up. Uh, social media, like I said, Instagram is big yeah. for us. We have multiple divisions. We have the home staging, we have the landscaping, and we have Del Grande Homes. So 
just tell Del Grande into Instagram, Facebook, yep, whatever, and uh, you, you'll be able to find us. Great. Well, thanks again, man. I really thanks, appreciate Andrew. that. Appreciate it. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in again today. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you right here next week. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit BenjaminLaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family.